Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We've all got a lucky friend, the one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly that TV's on sale. Some people always seem to get the best opportunities or the best deals. Well, now some people are all people at AT&T because AT&T is giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. That's right, everybody can get in on great AT&T deals all the time. Visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me, who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah, man. Got a radio show. Do you understand that? I'm telling you, God been big in my life. I'm not going to kid you. I'm telling you, and he'll do the same thing for you. God God is a gentleman. You know, I, I want to I wanna point that out to you. God is an absolute gentleman. He will not come in unless he's invited. He don't just barge into your life. He gives us the power of choice. You know, if you say you got it, I don't need you, he lets you have it. If you say, I need you, come see about me, 
he right there. It's just a real simple thing, man. So I always say to people this, if you've gotten yourself into something, and please know I have, I, I man, see, that that's why I'm so adamant about it. Because I've gotten myself in some circumstances and positions in my life. And boy, let me tell you something. I've had some low moments, man. I've had some moments where I did not know what to do. I didn't know what was next. I didn't know how to go about it. I didn't have no more ideas. I was stuck. I thought a couple of times, well, might not make it past this one. But then if I don't make it past it, what's going to happen? And then I held on to this little thing that my mother kept talking to me about. She said, sometimes, son, when you ain't, ain't got nothing else in you, just hope. She said, just hope it'll be all right. You know, and what I've learned in my life is that hope is the beginning of faith. Hope is just, is there a possibility out there for me? I sure hope something happened. See, uh, hope, hope is okay, man. Because like I say, for me, the way I've lived my life, hope was the beginning of faith. It was just the idea. It's just the thought that something could change for me, that something could be a little bit different for me, that maybe, man, just maybe for some reason, I could be saved. I could be rescued. Things could turn around. It could head in the other direction. Maybe I could quit messing up. Maybe somebody will forgive me. Maybe somebody will just say, all right, I don't know. But I can't count the times I've been in that position. But then once I hope a little bit, and then I remember also my mother because she was a Sunday school teacher. She taught me the most valuable lesson I've ever learned in my life. Nothing has been greater in my life than my faith. She taught me to pray. Mama used to say, when it get real dark for you, son, prayer changes things. She said, when you seem like you lost and you can't find your way, stop and pray. She said, because prayer changes things. You know, when you get a point in your life when you've done all you can do and you can't do no more and you just don't know what to do next, she said, stop, son, pray. And combine that prayer with that hope that you got. She said, because that hope is the beginning of faith. She said, if you pray just hoping, she said, if God come through for you, that'll give you confidence that he can do it again. And then after a while, you quit hoping. She said, you start believing. She said, that's when you're on to something. If you can turn that hope into belief, that hope into faith, the ability to believe in something that you can't see. But the key, though, to faith is, you're believing in something that you can't see. See, hoping a little bit different for me. Now, I'm pretty sure, like I say oftentimes, I tell a lot of people who can explain this thing a lot better than I can to you. But just from my side of it, being as real as I can be, be Richie, see, hope helps, man. If you ain't strong enough to have faith, have hope. And then if you pray with some hope and God answers your prayer, then that hope gains a little confidence. And after a while, that confidence becomes faith. Now it ain't just hoping, but I'm believing. I'm believing in something that I cannot see. Faith has been the key 
to my entire existence, even when I didn't have any. It was faith as I look back on it that has gotten me here. And not just faith, but my faith. See, you will only get to where you're going in your life based on your faith. See, a lot of people get the word faith confused. Like, what's your faith? Uh, And then they start going down this whole list of all these different religions out here. But really, in essence, man, when I talk to people about faith, I'm talking to you about your, your belief. How much do you believe in the unseen? How much do you believe in the things you can't see? How much do you believe in the impossible? How much do you believe? See, because faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. Faith is the core of all that is happening to me today. It is the faith that I have in my relationship with God that enables me to just oftentimes, if I stay on the right course and believe a certain way and act a certain way, his blessings just pour. They just come. And it comes in a lot of little ways, too, I've started to notice. See, it ain't just, a lot of people think blessings is money. Uh, No, man, that ain't it. It's coverage. It's every time my plane lands safe. It's every time they predict bad weather and I get up in the sky and it don't be no bad weather. You know, this, this is favor. These are blessings that get poured out to me. Somebody call me and offer me something. Not money, but an opportunity. You know, some somebody say, hey, man, I don't know, but I sent this to you. I thought you might be interested in it. Somebody will send me a scripture or somebody will send me something. That's favor. And it always comes at a time when I need it the most. That's favor. That's pouring out blessings. Now, I'm also the recipient of a lot of other blessings, too. You know, I, I've been blessed with health. That's amazing blessing, man. I've been blessed with a spirit of not quitting. I've been blessed with the ability to shoulder huge amounts of responsibility. See, blessings come a lot of ways. But once you tie in to God, once you tie in and you start doing the best you can do and you start asking for him to make you a better person, to help shape and mold you into the kind of man or person that he wants you to be, You'd be amazed what God can do with you, man, if you just invite him in and allow him to be a part of your life. I mean, what you got to lose out there? Come on. If you're sitting in the cell this morning, why why would you not change? I watch these shows about men locked up all the time who wait and they get in their 40s and they decide, man, I'm tired of this. I've lived most of my life behind these bars. When I get out this time, man, I'm going to get it right. Why you got to wait till you're 40? I mean, when you're 40, it's cool. Get yourself together whenever it happens. But man, do you know that you were not created to live behind bars? God didn't make you that way. But if you've gotten yourself into that position, though, see, now you got to do the best you can. But ain't no need to look at it, God being mad at it. We'd have made all of our decisions, got us to where we at today. You have a chance to turn your life around with a relationship with God. What you waiting on? Are you going to just keep doing it like that, huh? Really? Come on, man. Why would you do that to yourself? 
Why would you not allow God to be a part of your life so you can get to where he wants you to be? God got some big plans for you. If he didn't, you wouldn't keep waking up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people from all around the world, may I have your attention, please? You know why I need it? Because you're listening right now to the baddest morning show in the land. Earth and ocean. Ain't nothing been underwater, out of space. Championship team, baby. (laughs) Good morning, Shirley. Good morning, Steve. Happy Friday. Woo! Carla. Yes, good morning. (laughs) Happy Friday. Junior. Morning, you was on it. I was on it, boy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying. He, he excited. Yeah, I'm sorry. He's always excited. J. Anthony Brown. Why we got to be here today? <laughs> Why can't we be off sometime on a Friday? What are you doing? <laughs> Who are you? What are you doing? I got to work every Friday. Why? What are you doing? Why? Jay, what are you Why doing? Why would you just let me have an off day, Jay? Jay, what are you doing? <laughs> Every Friday Jay. I'm working. What? Back Jay, up the mic. What are you doing? I'm crying. That's what I'm doing. Jay. 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 Jay, why are you crying? Because I shouldn't be here. I should be home. <laughs> Okay. What? Where did you get this crying from? I see somebody do it on a video. <laughs> Tell him, back off the mic a little bit, Jay. He's a little loud. <laughs> you saw somebody Ooh. on the ground? I saw somebody on the ground do it, and he was walking around the house crying. Uh-huh. And I thought I tried. <laughs> Oh, this show is ignorant. We just got here. <laughs> Snorting and stuff. I'm bubbles out my nose. Help him, Steve. I just want my Friday off. <laughs> Let him go, dog. Let him go. He come from a place that he didn't get to do that. Let him go, dog. <laughs> I just don't care. Jay, Anthony what? Brown. I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up. If you don't stop. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up next, something funny, guys. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time for something funny, guys. So, uh, Steve, Jay, Anthony Brown, and Tommy. And Steve. All yeah, of, Steve, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. And I said his name first. You're here. Yes. Tell us what older men can do to attract younger women. I will Come read on. the rules, Steve. You mm-hmm. and Tommy will add on. Number one. <laughs> number one. Stop walking around with a Bluetooth in your ear. Yeah, Tommy. that's so not sexy. That's me. Tommy, I ain't gonna lie, that's Tommy me. has a Bluetooth in his ear all the oh. time, trying to look tech savvy. But has had it since he was thirty. <laughs> but I ain't gonna lie, that's me. Lie, that's it don't even have the cushion on. I didn't know that was old looking. It's, that's old. it's not sexy. It's not. Uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Steve, you finished? Okay. You finished? Yeah, and he need to be finished. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. What I've discovered is. Most of these finna be about time. <laughs> you know what? You you be about right. You know what? I ain't no, seen it, but let's go. I, uh, let's go. If you have an old school headset, the one that goes across your head, uh, where you look like an air traffic controller, uh-huh. get rid of it, okay? <laughs> That's what I wear at the house. I know, Tommy. 
These all these is not true. What's wrong with that? That's all you see is free. Steve, you're right again as usual. What, but it don't look like no doggone air trap. I'm not landing no plane. Tommy, so yeah. why do you have it on, Tommy? That's so I can move around the house with both hands and do stuff. Oh, but and, and because I asked for that for Christmas. And you need both hands because they small. <laughs> don't wear long jackets and wide-ass pants. Please okay, stop. Stop it. Stop it. Jay, my limo driver this weekend. <laughs> Steve. Steve, you know what this is right here? I said, regrettably, I do. <laughs> this well, one of those suits, man. I bought this suit when they first came out. Oh, they look I like skirts. Tell, and you only five. They look girls. like skirts. They look but, like but Jay got some long jackets, though. I was going to say, yeah, Jay. Oh, well, I can talk about myself. And Number three is you, Jay. Oh, oh Jay. <laughs> one and two is Tommy, but three is definitely you. I got one you, to add for Jay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, get rid of your fanny pack. Please, please, please. All right? These are things that old men need to stop doing to attract younger women. All right? Mm -hmm. Get rid of your fanny pack if you got one. you need to do that, especially at amusement park (laughs) or anywhere else. We know you somebody, daddy. What you over here talking to? What's in there? What do you have? I think this is another Jay one right here. (laughs) Okay. in there, Jay? Uh, you got your medication. <laughs> you, you got go. your lip balm in there. <laughs> <laughs> you got your battery charger. You got to have that in there. Uh, All right, here we go, Steve. Weeks. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Don't mix jogging suits together. Oh, oh this, is Tommy. No, no. this is Tommy. Sweatpants. Tommy. No, I haven't. Underarm. No, no, no. Tommy. Converse. Oh, don't mix them up. This, this Damn. Tommy. Tommy. Now, look. Let me say this. this. Is Tommy. If the Adidas pants is in the wash, <laughs> and I got on a nice Nike top, and the only thing left is the underarm, I'm sorry. It's Under Armour and Nike. We got to go. It's Under Nike, right? Under Nike, daddy. All right, this is a very important right here, Steve. Things old men need to stop doing to attract young ones. Never let them see all your medication, please. <laughs> what if they open up that drawer? What is this? You're going to say something. Up all three of you guys. What is this? Man, I'm on some of the supplements, man. What you taking this for? Hey, let me tell you something. When they hand me my pills, I'm, I'm mad at them. You're going to take all them at once? I got to do this five times a day. Uh, <laughs> Okay. You ever seen an old man's nightstand, though? Oh, my God. It's, it's loaded. loaded. <laughs> Sprays and peels. You ever took the wrong pill? Yes, I have. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you mean, Steve? You take the wrong pill. You know, prescription bottles all look the same. Uh-huh. Yeah. You ain't got your glasses. Yeah. yeah. You're going to take the wrong thing. That's I didn't hear my bed looking like a tent. <laughs> yeah. I took the wrong one. Yeah, I thought I was taking a sleeping day. You just took a Viagra. You just laid them down. This is crazy, guys. And you by yourself. You just laid them by yourself. Just wrong. Look like a tent. I hope, don't feel like this. Hope I don't die and they find me like this. You guys, really? All right, here we go. These are things old men need to stop doing to attract younger women. All right, here's the one. Okay. Here's a good one. 
duct tape can't fix every damn thing. <laughs> but it's pretty damn close. You know, <laughs> Stop duct taping your tail like <laughs> When they start making that duct tape in black, boy, I thought we had a ride. You hear me? Stop referring to everybody as sport, scooter, champ, little man, baby girl, girlfriend, sweetie, two-piece, little bit. That's not their name. Shout it. But but baby girl is I like baby girl. Okay, then you're number eight. Right there. Right there. I like baby girl. I can't stop doing that. That's why we we wrote All right, things old men need to do to stop uh, to Uh attract younger women. Here we go. Here's another one. Uh Stop sucking your teeth. Oh, that's it. Stop it. Stop, please. Now, dog, you know you, you do that, dog. I'm doing it now. You in public. I'm doing it now. I want you to feel my disgust, but be attracted to it. At the same time. Yeah. Steve, that is yeah. so you. You damn right, that's me. I, I, and, and want you to think it's sexy, though. The last he one. He still take a straw out the broom oh, and pick it. Nah, oh, nothing wrong uh, with that. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Okay. That's what a broom is. Laugh well, quick. All right, hurry up. When you approach a younger woman, uh, have some money. My favorite. My favorite. Because that's all they want. That's, that's all they Tommy want. always buying the girls dinner. Uh, that's all yeah. they want. Hey, you got money. You can pick list. your teeth, uh-huh. wear a pack, do whatever you want to do. Love that list. I saw you guys all over that list. Okay, uh, coming up next, it's the nephew, the king of pranks, with Run That Prank Back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, the nephew is here with uh, his prank phone call. King of pranks, what you got? Well, sure, if you look over here, you can see I'm mixing it around. You know, because everybody loves parfait. I'm in my parfait right now. See, when I I listen to my prank, I like to have parfait. You understand that, don't you? So today, parfait is delicious right now. We gonna go, oh, buckle up, y'all. Raymond in the closet. My man. Woo! Hello? Hello? Hey, who there? Can you hear me? Yeah, Bella, who's there? This Raymond. Man, speak up, I can't hear you. Who? This is Raymond. Man, speak up, I can't hear you. Who is this? Raymond. 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 Veranda is my sister. Veranda brother? Yes. What's up? What's up, man? What's up? Somebody done broke in the house. They in the house right now. I'm in the Hold on, hold on, hold on. Man, I damn, I barely can hear What you saying? Somebody done what? Somebody done broke in the house. Well, why in the hell you whispering? Because they in the house right now. I'm scared. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You saying somebody done broke in the house and they still in there? Somebody done broke in the house. I'm in the house now. Hold on, Wait a minute, you saying somebody done broke into your damn house and they still in there? Yes. What are you doing sitting up in there? Why you ain't calling the police? I'm in the closet. I'm in the closet and I'm trying to get somebody to... Hold on, hold I, on. I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Man, you saying somebody in the house, in, 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 in your damn house right now? I don't know what to do. Oh, this up. Okay, wh- wh- where you live at? Where you live at? I'm on 36th Street. Because I'm at 32 and a half. You know what? Hold on. I'm going to call the laws. Nah. Wait, wait, you know, wait, 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 wait. Man, you know what? What? Wait a minute. Don't call the police. You send your to the house. Somebody finna, send up here finna kill you. And you talking about you don't want them arrested? We got some illegal stuff in the house. Don't call nobody. Don't call. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. 
Now, you saying, hold on. You saying don't call the damn law. You don't have some what in the house? Don't call the money because we, we got it. I got some nickels in the house. Don't do it. Man, what the <sighs> we got in the house? <laughs> Man, you know what? This is bad, Doc. You know what? You send your up in there. That's probably why they in that house. Now, you done set your up in the house. That's who in there now. That's, I guarantee you that. What you, what you got in there? I can't, I can't say it. I can't say it. I just want you to help me. You know what, man? Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you the best thing to do. Even though the people in your house right now, you need to just let me call the... Man, you need to let me call the damn law. Because I'm going to tell you right you now, you're going to get your mother here. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't call, don't call. I'm gonna, but you know what, man? Don't I'm going to tell you don't that. Call, I'm not going to go out there. You'll stay down there. I'm going to tell you now. I can call the law. Don't call. I can call the law. Hold on. I can get my wife to call right now. Don't call the police. Don't call them. Because it's too much illegal stuff in the house. Don't do it. Please. Don't do it. Don't call the police. Man, but I'm going to tell you something, man. Honestly, I can't do a thing because I ain't going to go down there. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I can't. This fool sit up here telling me don't even call the damn law. You know what, man? Look at here, Doc. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm go, I, I ain't going to go down there. I'm going to tell you right down now. You know what? Now, first thing I'm going to tell you now. Now, I ain't going to take my down there. First of all, they may be tapping my damn line. And I ain't got to do with this. You're going to get they your don't, killed on your own. Doc, don't. listen. Man, look. They don't, they don't. I can call 911. Hold on. Baby, look, go ahead and call them. Because you know what? You're finna get your killed out now. They don't know who you are. I just I need bet, you. Man, you know what? And I ain't finna stay on this phone with your so they can find out. Because you know wait, what? Wait, no offense, no stop. Listen, wait. I call a lot. I ain't getting in that. I ain't, man, you must be a damn fool. I ain't finna get in that one. So I'm going to tell you what you can do. Doc, I call the law. I'm finna have my wife right now. You know what? You may not like it now, but you appreciate me later. Because you know what? You're finna get your monkey ass. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just whisper. I think they outside. Man, you know what? This is some crazy Doc, you done set your Shh. up. Don't say nothing. I'm going to call your sister for one. Don't get no sense. She's sitting up there talking about not calling the damn law. Damn fool. You better keep your monk ass in that closet. I'm going to tell you right now, you're a damn fool. You walk out because I'm going to tell you now, they sure going to kill your stupid Man, you know what? I ain't going to lie to you, man. The only thing I can tell you a damn I can call the law. You finna go down. And I'm going to tell you now, I ain't going down with I don't know why you really even call me unless you want some help. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't going to jeopardize myself nor my damn family over your around here. The only thing I could do, I could help you out in one way. I can call the law. Now, my wife's got a cell phone. What you want me to do? Will you come get me? You must be a damn fool. I'm not. Hell no, I ain't going down. I ain't going. You know what, man? Look. Look. I can't get in that. And my wife's not already called the police. I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to come. Can you, can, you, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Shut your damn mouth. Shut up. Shut up. Can you shut your damn mouth right now? Can you hear me? Shut up. They don't know when the hush. That's why they don't shoot the shit out of him. Don't peek out that damn door. Can I say something? Man, you need to shut your damn mouth. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know what? You just got pranked by your man, boy. Y'all Wendell. Dirty. You just got. You, you just me? got pranked. Are y'all some dirty? <laughs> I do damn well, man. No, you just got pranked by your boy Wendell, man. You... 
I'm sweating like hell, sitting up in this damn house with drawers, old man. And you sit up here, want to play with some... Man, look at here, boy, I'm sweating like hell. You... <laughs> Why are you sweating? You was finna die, because I damn sure no one's finna come down to the house. That's for sure. I know you weren't coming to the house. I heard it in your voice. I said, okay, you know what? He ain't coming to get me. Man, I'm sitting up in here right now, man. I might need to take off from work, boy. I'm sweating <laughs> like hell sitting up in here, Doug. Hey, let me ask you something, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Can't be nobody but the Steve Harvey's morning show with none other than nephew Tommy with his crazy. <laughs> that is classic, baby. Classic. Home run killer. Every time you that hear is home run That's everybody's favorite Shut up, right fool. there. Shut up. Shut your damn mouth. Come out that closet, man. Shut up. Man. Nashville, listen to me closely. I'm coming to town. September. 27, 28, 29, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'll be there. Tell everybody the nephew is coming. Shut your mouth and tell everybody I'm coming. <laughs> how do you, do? you see my How jokes? you going to shut your mouth yeah. and tell? And tell it. Why are you whispering? Talk through your mouth <laughs> you while it's shut. While your teeth is grit. He coming to Nashville. Oh, talk through your teeth. Oh. 28, 20. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, yay. That's September crazy. 27, 28, 29. The, uh, the nephew coming to Zany's Comedy Club in Nashville, Tennessee. Tickets on sale right now. Y'all better get in it. I'm not going to be adding 3,000 shows. Get your tickets now. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Introduce J. Anthony Brown so he can murder another hit. Yeah. You know, I used to gladly introduce him, but I've started losing friendships. So. <laughs> Nope, you're not gonna lose a friend today, Steve. Okay. No. Well. No. Jazz Anthony Brown, murder no. these hit boy. This is not. This is not a hit. I'm murdering. This is an original song. This song right here that's coming up is an original song. It's dedicated to every man, every man who is tired of answering questions. Mm. Oh man. Just mm. sick of it. I'm He's in. had enough of it. Yeah. Don't look at who you with, men. Look at the radio, okay? Whatever. Just look right at your radio. Don't make eye contact with your mate right now. Yeah. Jay, what? where the hell you been? About my business. Why haven't you called me? Because I just didn't call. What time did you what? get home, huh? What now? I can't hear you. Talk oh, to me. Uh, let me in the door. Something on my mind. Baby, let me see. This ain't about your kids. All about your baby. Wait. I'm your sugar daddy. Baby, you're my dad. My loving got you sprung. And that's why you keep asking questions. Stop it with the questions. Listen, I supposed to be originally. Didn't we agree to freaking with our questions? Stop it with the questions. Damn, I can't believe my young thing. Sneaking through my phone and greed. Yeah, calling me, texting me, harassing me about where I be. Who went? Did it get your call? So, whose hair is this? Where my condoms go? I say it once, I say it again. Cause we're just friends, so cancel all these questions. Stop it with the questions. This is not supposed to be originally. Didn't we agree to freaking with our questions? Stop it with the questions. Did it get you 
Every man. Yeah. That was Every really man. good, yeah. Jay. Man. I like to say yeah. Ralph Hawkins Jr. Yeah, man. I want your questions. That was really good, but whatever. Did we agree, for helping me put that together. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I don't care if but you wrote a song about it. We're, we're not going to stop. Stop questions. <laughs> yeah, like gambling. The young thing. Who Please has in. this? Yeah. Where your condoms go? Where your condoms Why you smell go? like soap? Why you smell like soap? <laughs> <laughs> Who's has this? Who's has this? Whatever. Keep answering the question. Golly, man. Great Why, song. Why you got napkins in here? house? Why oh, man. Yeah. Uh, when you it. started wearing body butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where yeah. that come from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Secret when you stop putting lotion on, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, Steve, please introduce Miss Ann. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Uh, thank you very much, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. The Mendocino Fire has now become the largest wildfire in California history, leaving some 300,000 acres scorched so far. It's about 50% contained. Wednesday marked the fourth anniversary of the police killing of Michael Brown at the hands of a now former Ferguson cop, Ferguson, Missouri cop named Darren Wilson. But now Charlottesville, Virginia is bracing for Sunday's first anniversary of last summer's violent white nationals rally. A man purposely rammed his car into a group of anti-racist protesters, injuring several of them, but killing a young lady named Heather Heyer. Heyer's mother, Susan Bro, has since set up a foundation in her name and tells National Public Radio that she's on a mission. The black community and the people of color in Charlottesville have been battling this for many years. But a white girl dies and suddenly everybody goes, oh my God, we've got a problem. Part of me wishes it was all just a bad dream, that the country wasn't this divided. That we, that black lives really have been treated as if they matter, that um, Heather was here. The downtown Charlottesville block where her daughter was killed has been renamed Heather Higher Way. Meanwhile, the white racists who descended on Virginia last year say they're going to be in Washington, D.C. on Sunday for another Unite the Right rally. And maybe as a result of all that feeling, evidence now of how some people are feeling and not afraid to say out loud these days, a young woman pulled over at a traffic stop in a place called Bluffton, South Carolina last Saturday, was found to be legally drunk, slurring her words and in possession of marijuana and speeding. But she told the police officer who pulled her over that she didn't belong in jail because, are you ready? She says, I'm a very clean, thoroughbred white girl. Okay, the officer was also white, but he arrested her. According to new estimates, a lot more people died in Puerto Rico as a result of Hurricane Maria than previously thought. Authorities say that 1,427 people died last September as a result of the storm. Now, that's many more than the initial announced death toll of 64 Puerto Rican officials say 64 people lost their lives directly from the storm, but they say many more. That larger number died as a result of the flooding, the loss of power, and building collapses. First Lady Melania Trump's parents have been sworn in as American citizens. Uh, the Slovenian couple took the citizenship oath yesterday in Manhattan. And finally, President Mike Pence has announced the Trump administration's plan to police outer space. <laughs> That's right. Pence says that the Pentagon wants to create a new branch of the armed services. And the vice president says that the Space Force would be the first new armed unit since 1947. And he says it's time. Our adversaries have transformed space into a warfighting domain already. And the United States will not 
shrink from this challenge. President Trump called for a space army two months ago, but to create it, you have, you have to have an act of Congress. So till then, the Pentagon's setting up a space command. Yeah. We'll be back with more entertainment coming at 20 minutes after the hour. You smarter than nephew Tommy on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time to play Are You Smarter Than Nephew Tommy? Tommy, let's meet our contestant, please. <laughs> Good morning. Who is this? This is Nada. Nada. Where you calling Hi. from, baby? I'm calling from Gallatin, Tennessee. All right, now, Tennessee. What you do for a living, darling? I am an administrative assistant to an entertainment company. Uh, all right, all right, all right. You think... You think, Nada, you think you smarter than me? I think I'm smarter than you. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed up last night trying to make sure I was going to be smarter than you. Yeah. All right, we're going we gonna to see about that. Here's how it works. Shirley's going to give us both uh, some trivia questions. Whoever answers the most questions correctly in 60 seconds will win. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. Ready. I'll be back. Yeah, Tommy, get okay. out. You don't you don't leave until we tell you to leave. I'm out. I've been kicked out of better places. Okay. <laughs> <Bastard. laughs> All right, Nita. So Tommy, okay. we asked him, of course, to step out of the studio so he can't hear the questions. Now, are you ready? I'm ready. You said yes. And you know, you gotta know that the clock, the 60-second clock, will start after I read the first question. All right. Here okay. we here we go, Nita. Which right. which state is known as the Show Me State? Texas. Let's go places is the slogan for what auto manufacturer? Uh, mm, 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 mm. I seen it yesterday. Come on, girl. Uh, Toyota. What animal is called the ship of the desert? Mm, 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 mm. Which daytime talk show host used to be the mayor of Cincinnati? Um, Jerry Springer. How old must you be to run for president of the United States? Forty. Paul McCartney and John Lennon were two of the members of which legendary rock band? The Beatles. Who was the first female pilot pilot to fly across the Atlantic? Oh my God! Ooh. All right, what'd you guys think? Ah, Nita. Ah, you, you, I didn't know. You, you Those are tough questions. Yeah, tough these question, were really Nita. tough. And you yeah. did good. You know, yeah. I, think I love the way you look for the answer, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. God, you I do good at talking it. yourself into the answer. <laughs> 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 now, what's that? What's that? What's Carla, that? what you think? Oh, Girl I know, power? I know it. Working? I'm rooting for you, yeah. Anita, but mm-hmm. it's going to be tough. Well, those you, are girl. tough questions, though. Yeah, they were. Yeah. We'll see, right. though. We'll see. All right, Anita, Tommy's we'll stupid. see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see when we come back who's the smartest. Will it be you, Nita, or will it be the nephew? We're playing Are You Smarter Than Nephew Tommy at 34 after the hour. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We're in the middle of playing Are You Smarter Than Nephew Tommy. Tommy is back in the studio, and our contestant, Tommy, mm. Nita. Yeah. All right, Nita. Mm-hmm. Did all right. Yeah. She okay. did. She did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's go. 
Let's go. That don't do nothing for you. It helps. All right, the 60-second clock will start after I read the very first question. Here we go. Which state is known as the Show Me State? Missouri. Let's Go Places is the slogan for what auto manufacturer? Pass. What animal is called the ship of the desert? Mm, Kangaroo. Which daytime talk show host used to be the mayor of Cincinnati? Springer. How old must you be to run for president of the United States? 35. Paul McCartney and John Lennon were two of the members of which legendary rock band? The Beatles. Who was the first female pilot to fly across the Atlantic? Pass. Claire, Cliff, Sandra, and Denise were a few of the characters on what sitcom that debuted in 19... Yeah. What is the longest-running game show in America? Price is right. Which legendary female slave was best known as the conductor of the Underground Railroad? Harry Tubman. Snap, Crackle, and Pop are cartoon mascots for which breakfast cereal? Oh, God. That's our Time's time. up. Time's right. up. Keep, you don't get it. Keep, keep your, keep your ass. You stuck. Okay. All right. We'll see what happens. All right. Time's up. Hey, Evil. Time's up. Okay, okay. All right, we need to tally right now, well, guys. Well, tally then. We definitely uh, need to tally. And while we're tallying. a lot of tallying. <laughs> and while we're tallying, I'll read the uh, questions and answers. Which state is known as the Show Me State? Missouri. Let's Go Places is the slogan for what auto manufacturer? Toyota. Which animal is called the ship of the desert? Camel. Ah. Which daytime talk show host used to be the mayor of Cincinnati? Jerry Springer. How old must you be to run for president of the United States? 35. Paul, Ma- Paul McCartney and John Lennon were two of the members of which legendary rock band? The Beatles. Who was the first pilot, female, to fly across the Atlantic? Amelia Earhart. Claire, Cliff, Sandra, and Denise were a few of the characters of what sitcom that debuted in 1984, The Cosby Show. What is the longest-running game show in America? The Price is Right. Oh, pull you out! Which legendary female slave was best known as the conductor of the Underground Railroad? Harriet Tubman. <laughs> Snap, Crackle, and Pop are cartoon mascots for which breakfast cereal? Rice Krispies. Loser. You didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tally, 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 tally. Carry the one. Yeah. Divide the two. I just see the. Okay, Nita. Yeah, Nita, you got three. Tommy, you got seven. You win. Booyah! Where's that not, Carl? Where's that not, Carl? Hater, 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 hater. Yeah, Junior. Hater, 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 hater. Yeah, whatever. I got that You did good. He didn't know Rice Krispie. Hell, he don't know Rice Krispies. What I did was I studied black stuff. Black, all black history. That's why. No, white, Rice Krispies is white stuff. Nah, that's what went wrong with it. With white it's milk. Right. It's all right, Nita. Thank you, Nita. That's all right. Hey, Nita, right, you know what? For playing, for playing, I think I'm smarter than Nephew Tommy. I do have a $25 gift card for you, all right? Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. You're welcome, baby. If you think you're smarter than me, Nephew Tommy, you want a chance to win my Uncle Steve's grand prize of $1 million, go to steveharveyfm.com to register. I'll play somebody else tomorrow. All right. Are you smarter than Nephew Tommy? Woo. Well, we thought Nita had it. Boy, oh, boy, she sounded I so good. I know what you haters thought. <laughs> 
He's I know what you haters thought. What is yeah. wrong with them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chance. Now they and be hating. And then he get mad when we happy that he lose. See how he do it? I got to do this. I got to do it. All that loser. Dumbass, all yeah, that you, kind of I stuff. I never whatever, said that. You whatever. said it yourself. You got what a W up? this time, nephew. You did. I got the W. Mm-hmm. You're going to take I'm, that kangaroo, though, to the desert. You're going to take that. <laughs> Along with them dinosaurs <laughs> from the other day. Kangaroo be in the desert. All right, uh, prank phone call from the king of pranks coming up. <laughs> he won this one. It's all good. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. Uh, but right now, it is time for the nephew, the king of pranks, with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? You ain't married. Huh? You ain't married. <sighs> Not aren't, now. Shirley. Not mm-hmm. aren't. I- I'm just like, everything. You ain't married. <laughs> Watch me work. Run it, cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Brian. Yeah, this is he. How you doing, Brian? My name is Daniel. I wanted to give you a call today. You you got a minute? Uh, yeah. Okay. Listen. Um, you're you're Brian. Um, Brian, right? You're married to uh to Althea. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, that, that that's me. That's my wife. Yeah. Okay. Got a question for you. How long have you guys been married? Going on nine years now. We've been married. Now, who is this? My name is Daniel. Were Were you um? Were, were you guys married at, at Greater New Missionary Baptist Church? Uh, let me see. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. That's the name of that church. Yeah, Greater About nine years. Yeah, that's right. What, why? What's going on? What, what you asking me all these questions for? Okay. Do you remember the 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 the, the minister that officiated your actual uh, wedding ceremony? Yeah, that was uh, Reverend. Reverend. Right. Yeah. Okay. I got the right person. I wanted to make sure I had the right person, uh, Brian. So I'm. I'm sorry if it if it seemed a little weird to you. Here's right. here's what's going on. We've just come up with a new discovery, a lot of information that uh, Reverend none of his credentials are true. Everything is false. He's not a minister at all. He never was a minister, and every single wedding ceremony that he officiated is basically null and void. So, oh, I, oh, and oh, I oh. hate to be the the, the bearer of bad news, but you and Althea, even though you think you've been married for nine years, you guys are not married no, no, at no. all. No, 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 no. Doc, Doc you got to have the wrong person. Because me and Althea, we got we got married about nine years ago, and Reverend he he the preacher. I know that, Brian. I know that. What I'm preacher. telling you is he, do, he's, he never was ordained. He's never been an ordained minister. He's not a minister at all. So when he performed this ceremony, your wedding ceremony, he had no right to be doing that. You guys are not are not married. You know, you guys have been living in sin for nine years. Hold on, hold, hold on, Doc. Let me tell you something. I ain't been living in no sin. Me and my wife, we have been married for nine years, and that man, he's a preacher. I'm telling you, he's a preacher. I heard him preach last Sunday. Sir, as of today, he has, he has no right to be in anybody's pulpit. He has no right to be officiating, whether it's weddings or funerals, no matter what it is, christenings for children. He's not allowed to do that, and we have uh, officially stopped him from doing anything serving under uh, uh, as being a pastor or a minister. We have stopped that. But what I want you to know is that you have been living in sin, and you don't. You, we want to try and get you guys married as soon as possible so you're not living in sin. 
Oh, no, Doc. I ain't been living in no sin. I have been married for nine years. This woman, she has been taking care of me and my kids for the past nine wait, wait, years. Wait, wait, and wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, you, you, guys have, you guys have children? Yeah, yeah we, we got two two kids, two beautiful kids. Okay, then those kids are bastards. Bastards? Hold on, hold on. Let me tell you something. My kids ain't no bastards. What about your kids? Your kids are bastards? No, sir. My, ki- my kids were born in wedlock. Your kids have been born out of you, wedlock. I'm telling you, that man did my service. And he is a preacher. He's a man after God's own heart himself. He done done everything that, that he could for me and my family. He is a preacher. Sir, I, I, don't, I, I know it's hard for you to, to, to swallow the truth, but I want you to know, and I need you to be able to tell Althea that you guys are not married, not as of right now. No, no. Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, back in the olden days, but before all these all these colleges and stuff came came about, you telling me that them men back in the old days that they wasn't no preachers, that they wasn't men after the cloth? Is that what you're saying to me? Uh, what, what are you what are you what are you what are you getting at, sir? What I'm trying to say is, back in the olden days, back in the 20s and 30s, they didn't have all these colleges and all these degrees and stuff like these new preachers got these days. That man now he was from back then, and God called them, and that's what they went on to. And all them people that they married back then, they did the same thing today. You don't need no degree to say that, that you're a preacher. You don't need no license to say you, you're a preacher. Me and my wife, we've been married for nine years. My kids have been born in wedlock. We were Sir, married. We were married by Reverend My friends and family, they was all there. Sir, the bottom line is that you have been living in sin because you have not been married with your wife for the last nine years, and your kids, I, I, I hate to say it, your kids are bastards. Now, hold on now. I done told you. Don't say nothing else about my kids. See, I ain't no cusser, but don't push me. My kids ain't no bastards. You understand me? You don't get me up, sir. I'm trying to give you the truth and try to get you in here and get you married so you will not be living in sin any more than what you are. I ain't living in no sin. Look, now you going to make me whoop your ASS. You understand? Me and my wife, we have been married for nine years. Don't sit up here and call me talking about the we ain't mad that that man ain't no preacher. You understand? Now get off my phone. But you, that's my wife. Those are my kids. They have been born in wedlock. You understand? Sir, sir, I, I, I just wanted to call and give you the information so that you could probably stop living in sin. That's all I wanted to do. I ain't living in no sin. That's what I just told you. You ain't hear me? I ain't living in no sin. Maybe you the one that's living up in some sin. Now, you ain't got nothing to say to me. That man that married us nine years ago. Now, get sir, your ASS off my phone. Sir, sir, I, sir, I have one more thing. I, one more thing I'd like to say you to you, You ain't got nothing else to say to me. You ain't get your ASS off my DAM phone. Now, do you understand me? Oh. I ain't got time for this foolishness. Sir, can I say one more thing? What you got to say to me now? I just wanted to let you know that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Althea, got me to prank phone call you. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> oh Lordy. <laughs> Doc, Doc, yeah. Uh-huh. Doc, yeah. I almost went in on you, Doc. You almost made me go there. Yeah, I'm a good Althea. You say Althea put you up to this? Althea got me to prank you, man. Wow, man. Oh, man. Hey, man, you all right with me, brother. I got to ask you something, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> Get him, Steve, because this you know, happen. You know, some, you, now, come on. You know some pastors <laughs> ain't really pastors, you know, but they be marrying people. You know that be going. That happens a lot. 
You know, they just done called themselves a minister and they a minister. And that's not how it's supposed to work. So, you know, every now and then, you know, you got to, you know, you got to shake your folk up every now and then. Just a little, just a little shake up. That's all it is. Okay. Keep on. This Talk is pranking. This is pranking at its best. Oh, yeah. You're the king of it. Okay. Every now and then, you got to shake some folks up. Mm. Now, I got a new little list I'm working on, and we going for it. <laughs> Who is it? You talking? <laughs> Oh, you, you, you ain't no, even asked me. You're punching no, already. No, he punched and then asked. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> you knew he was going to say yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Listen, uh, coming up next, it is today's Strawberry Letter. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, this Monday morning, the winning continues at 7.20 Eastern, 6.20 Central. We are giving away a chance to win Steve Harvey's grand prize of $1 million. That is big. We're going to play Are You Smarter Than Nephew Tommy? And no, you're not. (laughs) Go to Steve Harvey FM to register right now. It is time for the Strawberry Letter, people. And if you need some advice on relationships, if you need some advice on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. All right, Steve, anything you want to add to that? Mm-mm. To encourage people to uh, write us? No, because... I'm not trying to encourage nobody to write us. Are you not? No. <laughs> Why not? No, because I'm tired of these strawberry letters. <laughs> go, go Just learn your own self something. <laughs> Hell, help me sometime. <laughs> All right, uh, we're ready. Buckle up, buckle up, buckle up, buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. The strawberry letter. (laughs) Subject, my sexy neighbor is stressing me out. Be quiet, Jay. Dear Stephen Shirley, you're not going to believe this. I'm a married man, and my wife and I just purchased our first home in a new community. All right. To celebrate home ownership, my boys took me out for drinks. We ended up going to a strip club, and I got very drunk, which are two things I had not done since I got married. The strippers were some of the sexiest women I had ever seen, and we paid for our own private VIP area in the club. God, though. So we each had a dancer that catered to us all night. My dancer did all kinds of freaky stuff to me. We did everything. Mm. Except go all the way. Right afterwards, when I sobered up, I was disappointed with myself, and I swore to my boys that I would never go to another strip club. Well, fast forward to two weeks ago, my wife and I noticed a moving truck next door, so we decided that we should go over and meet our new neighbors. As soon as we started walking toward the house, my heart jumped into my throat. Steve? Uh-oh, he singled you out. Come on, that's Steve, what I'm here for you. Steve, one of the strippers from the club was standing by the moving truck. I could tell she recognized me, too. But Jackpot! she But what? she... <laughs> Shut up, <What>? Tommy! <laughs> but, she, but she played it cool. My wife introduced us because I couldn't say much. The stripper told my wife that she is a single mom and her child's father bought her the house. She told my wife that she works as a dance instructor and that uh, and then she and my wife exchanged numbers. As we turned to head back to our house, the stripper neighbor smirked at me. I was sweating bullets. 
My wife thinks the neighbor is really cool and is planning to invite her to our housewarming party. Now what am I supposed to do? I think I should just come clean and tell my wife what happened. What do you think? Help. (laughs) All right. uh, Well, um, congratulations on your new house. How about that? Um, And uh, this is... (laughs) Yeah. Catch me outside. How about that? Yeah. (laughs) Right. This This is somewhat of a whole mess you've gotten yourself into. I mean, what are the odds that your favorite stripper who did all these freaky things to you when you were drunk with your boys at a strip club... What, what are the odds of her moving right next door to you? I mean, really. Um, this is unbelievable. And, and guess what? Uh, I don't trust you to know uh, to do the right thing. I, I just don't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't trust you to, to know all this information and not want to go over there at some point. And at the, or at the very least, can you just stop sweating bullets in front of her? Can you do that? When she's around, Hell uh, no, he yeah, because your wife is getting real cozy with her. Your wife thinks she's cool. So your new neighbor, your favorite stripper, is going to be coming over to your house. They've exchanged yeah. numbers. They're going to be perfect neighbors. You know, girlfriends. It looks like. So either you get yourself together, brother, and I don't know how you're gonna do that, because she is your favorite stripper, and you remember all those freaky things she did to you at the club. Uh, you cannot go out again with your boys and get drunk and go to the strip club. You can't do that. And (laughs) she's right next door. (laughs) She's a dance instructor, Tommy. That's what she told his wife. Mm -hmm. You're you're in a mess. And, um, you you know, I know Steve's not going to agree with me. You're going to have to say something. You're going to have to say something in terms of what? Yeah, you have to. It's not. You have to. You got to let your wife know because you can't hold it. She's going to your wife is going to find out anyway. You can't what? hold it. You may as well let your wife know something. What? You met her somewhere. What? You got to. You got to. What? Steve, your turn. <laughs> what? It's ridiculous. As a friend. I can't believe she said that. Hey, man, I don't know this dude's name, bro. Listen That's because you're a man. Bro, <laughs> right in the middle of the answers, right in the middle of this letter, he says, Steve. <laughs> Steve. He's just talking to me. He just says, Steve and Shirley. But this is the first time, Shirley, my name got put first. I think it's really just being cursed. This letter is really to me. And let me handle this man. Go ahead. Go in here and show stupid ass open your mouth. <laughs> Boy, my sexy neighbor stressing me out. The truth matters. You going into the truth matters. <laughs> to who? The truth that already happened. It doesn't matter. It's time up for the truth. Now begins to cover up. You ain't got time for no more truth. You could be president. Truth is, your friends want to celebrate your new ownership. Your boys took you out for drinks. Now, instead of stopping at just drinks, hmm. you ended up going to a strip club. Now, you ain't just drinking. Now, you very drunk. First of all, you got to quit drinking. <laughs> Listen to me. This is what my brother told me. He passed. <laughs> Every said to me. He said, once you feel something, you should immediately stop because the rest of it ain't in your blood system yet. Oh, <laughs> he wow. said, so if you continue to post stuff in there, you in trouble. <laughs> These is the rules for drinking. Once you feel anything, you should stop because the rest of it ain't in your blood system. And if you post some more in there, you in trouble.
That's the rule for drinking. So now he got to quit. Then I'm going to set this up and we're going to go to break. We ended up going to the strip club. I got, which are two things I've not done since I got married. The strippers were some of the sexiest women I have ever seen. And we paid for our own private VIP area in the club. That's the best, worst move you can make. <laughs> you got to get it private, but Lord have mercy. That's the best, worst move you can make. I tell you all of it when we come back. But you ain't finna go in there and tell her a damn thing. You don't even like strip clubs. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on with part two of your response to today's come strawberry on, letter. My sexy neighbor is stressing me out. This man, boys, took him on a congratulations for buying a new home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They go out drinking. They ended up in a strip club yes. where you continue to drink. Your ass is drunk. Y'all mess around and go to the strip club. Paid for your own private VIP area in the club. That's the best, worst thing you can do. What goes on in there? Uh-uh. Nothing, Charlie. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, I'll tell you. No, no, no. No, what? she won't know. Yeah. The, 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 and then when I tell you, do you see why you can't go tell her? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what's going on in there. I'm listening. So everybody had a dancer that catered to us all night. My dancer, the one that was on him. Uh-huh. Did all kinds of freaky stuff to me, surely. Mm-hmm. When he say freaky stuff to me, he ain't lying. We did everything except go all the way. <laughs> Do you understand me? I know what he did. Patting. <laughs> rubbing. Mm-hmm. Bouncing. Mm. Squeezing. Bite. Biting. I said fighting. <laughs> Nibbling. That's all that's going down in there. <laughs> we did everything except go to, go to all the way. <laughs> you know it's getting on his nerves. Now, right afterwards, when I sobered up, I was disappointed in myself. Mm. And I swore to my boys I would never go to another strip club. Aww. That's the good in him. He came back. But the shirt he wore to the strip club, he can't wear that one home. He had to stop by a boy's house and get a clean shirt. Because that shirt trifling. She been sliding all up and down on it. Ew. He got glitter on it. Just the shirt? Yeah, you got to get them shirts off. Them pants, you have to yeah. burn them. That's them is in a trash can somewhere. Because them damn pants got been burnt. Boy, let me tell you something. Fast forward two weeks ago. My wife and I noticed a moving truck next door. We decided we'd go over and meet our new neighbors. Soon as we start walking towards the house, my heart jumped up in my throat, Steve. One of the strippers from the club was standing by the moving truck. <laughs> I be damned. <laughs> Ow, hell no. I could tell. She recognized me too, but she played it cool. My wife introduced us, cause I couldn't say much. You was froze, you was stuck. The stripper told my wife, she's a single mom, 
and her child's father bought her the house. Strippers got plenty of money. She could be, though. The father probably bought her the house. Helped her. But stripper got money. Dance instructor. Now, hey, turn your mic off. Because y'all eating in the damn mic. All I hear is nuts. Jeez. That don't go good. No. That don't go good with this one. No, it does not. <laughs> yeah. I could tell she introduced me. She recognized me, too. She played it off. I couldn't say nothing. She said she's a single mom and her child's father bought her the house. She told my wife that she works as a dance instructor, which she does. She dances and she instructs men to put money in her phone. She is truly a dance instructor. And then she and my wife exchange numbers. Now you sitting there going, what is you getting her number? Mm -hmm. What what is she talking? Uh Sweating like... As we turned the head back to our house, the stripper neighbor smirked at me. I was sweating bullets. My wife thinks the neighbor is really cool and is planning to invite her to our house woman. Oh, she coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, the stripper coming. Because strippers don't get invited to house woman. <laughs> oh, she coming. <laughs> strippers don't get it. No, strippers never get to go to family events. <laughs> strippers don't. Strippers don't turn down events. Backyard barbecue, strippers in there. <laughs> going to plays to watch your baby. If it ain't no strip night, stripper going. <laughs> that's the weekend. Stripper be at the funeral with an outfit on that's damn near stage ready. <laughs> now what am I supposed to do? I think I should just come clean and tell my wife what happened. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Son, let me explain something to you. Don't you take this information, because I got to talk to him like he my son. <laughs> son, don't you take this information in your house that is not in your house. Mm-hmm. You don't take bad news into the house. There's nothing good can come of this conversation. It's all bad. Your neighbor, not now you can't ever look over there. You can't back your car out and point it in that direction. You can't wave. Your kids can't play with her kids. Nothing. Matter of fact, you must develop a hate for her. Because your wife is going to hate her if you go in here and tell her this. Hmm. Now, what strippers don't do is tell married women they strippers. Exactly. She's a dance instructor. She going to be cool. She know it was you. Now, as long as you don't go back down to that strip club, Uh you cool. Do not go in here and tell your wife this ignorant ass information like Shirley has suggested. The dumbest damn thing you can do. <laughs> he's not going to be able to hold it. His wife is going to find out anyway. How? How, Shirley? Because he's sweating like bullets just me, just seeing her in his just presence. Just let her sweat. Let, let her sweat. Why not so accept what? a blessing? And, <laughs> and you don't think his wife is going to say, baby, why are you sweating? Because I'm hot. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> In the winter. <laughs> what she can't find out is that this woman been sliding up and down his shirt and grinding on him and doing bounce lap dances. Bouncing. <laughs> it's time to go, but can we just carry this on? I, I have a few more questions for you. Because, okay, I mean, we're, we're doing this from a male-female perspective. And no, I... the female pers- perspective don't count here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think 
think it does. She's his wife. Can you do it from a player perspective? <laughs> oh, this is a blessing. <laughs> yes, come on, it. married man. Yes. All right. We'll be back with part three of today's Strawberry Letter. My sex- sexy neighbor is stressing me out right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Steve. Uh, listen. So why do you, why, I mean, he has to be honest at some point. We're talking about today's strawberry letter. The subject is my sexy neighbor is stressing me out. Uh, A married man wrote in, he and his wife just purchased a new home in a new community. He and his boys went out to celebrate. They went to a uh, strip club. The husband got very, very, very drunk. Uh, He bought a private room at the strip club with one uh, stripper in particular who did all sorts of freaky things to him, he said. And um, when he sobered up, he realized that uh, he was very disappointed with himself, and he swore to his boys that he would never go to another strip club. Well, um, fast forward to two weeks ago when um, a new neighbor moved in next to him, and who would think that it would be the stripper, but it was. It was the same stripper that was doing all these freaky things to him in the club. So he and his wife went over to introduce themselves to the stripper, but he couldn't even say anything because he was so nervous and sweating and and all of this. So, Sorry. <laughs> so I think you know I don't think he's going to be able to hold it. I I just don't. I think he's going to give himself away at some point. So I'm saying he may as well come clean with his wife and maybe not tell her all the details, but tell her something. Like and what? so, so Steve, you <clears throat> disagree with that? We talk. Surely, yeah. what, what could he possibly say that would be okay, baby? Yeah. I need to talk to you for a minute. Oh, okay, honey. Let's talk. Remember when we first moved in here? My boys took me out. Yeah. Oh my God. Out. Yeah. You guys went out to celebrate. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah we remember. went to a strip club. Oh, you did. Oh, a strip club. Hello, right there, right there. Sam. Oh. A strip club. Wait, wait, what? Uh, what do you mean a strip club? Uh, a strip club, baby. Went to a strip club. Okay, so you and your boys went to have a drink. You just to celebrate and, yeah. you know, some wives are okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys went to a strip club and what happened? I'm sure nothing happened. So, okay, what else happened? What, what else? Well, you, you know, we were just up in there at the strip club, you know, and we was, you know, we was just in the strip club. It was Drinking crazy. and stuff? Yeah, it was crazy. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I'm sure it was crazy. And did you drink? Because you know how you are when you drink. Shirley, I don't know what wife you're portraying. <laughs> Some <laughs> wives go to strip clubs with their husbands. Okay? <laughs> you be at the strip club, Shirley? I didn't say me, Shirley's Tommy. not like that. I didn't say me, and Nesto doesn't go either. But I didn't say me. Hold on. Carla? Mm. Yes. You play the wife, cause we. Oh, we, you we, got we need, fired, need, Shirley. <laughs> Shirley, Shirley, because he's be mad. Well, no, I'm not mad, Shirley. It's just you're not being. You're not what wife. Okay, Carla. Wives go to yes. strip clubs Carla. with their husbands. Yes. Not, not very many. That's rare. You've been watching Instagram and you're, rap videos. You're so out of touch, Steve. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm yeah. out of touch. <laughs> yeah. Hey, baby. Hey. Hey, I just wanted to talk to you about something. What's up, man? Hey, you remember uh, a couple weeks ago when we was uh, when we moved in and fellas came by to celebrate with me and yeah. took me out. Uh huh. Well, well, you know, we went out uh-huh. to have some drinks and we ended up at a strip club. Okay. See. Okay, so y'all went to a strip club. See? So why are you bringing it up, though? Well, see. I'm listening. Okay. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna have another hug. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you, you fired yourself. What's, yeah. <laughs> What's yeah, the problem? Yeah. Yeah. See, well, it's nothing. It's, it's nothing to go off about. Yeah, okay. you haven't said anything. Yeah, you got to keep going. You got to keep okay. going. Right, you me. Okay, okay. okay, let's go. And so, so we went to the strip club. Okay. And I'm just letting you know it. You know, it was it was it was it was wild up in there. Got lit. Oh, it was wild in the strip club. Yeah. Okay. So how 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 wild did it get? Were you involved in the wildness? <laughs> Here it comes. Well, Here we go. Here it come. Now we at it. Well, you know the fellas got got the VIP room. Oh, y'all got a VIP room at the strip club? Yeah. Well, they did. I was just I was in there with them. Yeah. So what happens in the VIP room? Hmm. How important were you? You, I, you know, I mean, it's, it's the VIP is. Very important people. Uh huh. So you, you I'm asking about you in particular, though. How important were well, you? Well, they pay you uh, individual attention. <laughs> oh. How and so, how much attention did you get, Mr. VIP? Mm. Well, I had my own stripper. You had your own stripper. And so, see, what that's happened? what it is. Now, I'm just trying to tell it to you now. <laughs> Ain't uh-huh. no man telling his wife all of that. <laughs> well, so that's Shirley. what you want him to say. <laughs> No, I said don't tell him everything. You heard me say that. Okay, well, what is this? No, go on, go on. Go, Shirley, when, when are y'all going to let the conversation go at I went to a strip club? Okay, thank you, Carla. Um, we, thank you very much. Now, let me okay. show y'all how this really goes. <laughs> okay. Baby? Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. I want to talk to you for a minute. Okay, go ahead, right here. No problem. Um, the wife. I, uh, oh, yeah. wife. you remember a couple fired. weeks ago when the fellas took me out? Oh, yeah, you, Earl, and, and, and Connell, and all yeah, the Yeah, 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 all of us, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, well, we oh, ended up going to a strip club. What strip club you went to? Oh. That's irrelevant. Magic City. Strippers, like, naked strippers? You up in the strip club? Yeah, mag- magic city. What what you doing going up in the strip club? Well, we went out there to celebrate, and the no, no, just wanted I'm, to go. I'm not talking about we. Why was you in there? That's what I said. Man, damn, baby, all the fellas went. You know, I was with them. Oh, so did all the fellas jump off the bridge? You got to jump off the bridge, too? <laughs> Here's wife slash mama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Yeah, come on. Well, yeah, you know, I was with them, so I just went on up in there. I'm just letting you know. Okay, you was in the strip club doing what? Doing, doing, you know, just in there. Eating, no, I don't eating, know. Eating I wasn't chicken, chicken wings. I, I, they got fried broccoli. You go all the way to the strip club just to get chicken wings. Really? Yeah. You pass the chicken place to go in there where they naked at <laughs> to get chicken wings? I'm, yeah. I'm boo-boo the fool now. Yeah. The chicken wings in the strip club so damn good. They are, though, baby. But, baby, baby, baby you ought to go with me sometime. Just to get, I got chicken wings in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> I got chicken wings. Well, baby, what I'm trying to tell you is. Don't tell That's me. That's what I wanted to get to. What I'm trying to tell you is, we was in the VIP room. Mm-hmm. And the stripper that was my VIP uh, escort. You had your own stripper? Yeah. Had my own damn stripper. Oh, so damn the chicken wings. Now, now you in there <laughs> with a stripper. <laughs> you told me you went there to get chicken wings. <laughs> now you in the, the VIP room, boy. Telling on yourself? Yeah. It's just oh, stupid. Oh, no. We'll be back. <laughs> With some more in the You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, uh, for some reason, we cannot get off today's strawberry letter. We're already into part four. The subject is my sexy neighbor is stressing me out. A married man and his wife just purchased a new house. Uh, the married man's boys took him out to celebrate. Where'd they take him? Of course, to a strip club. The husband ends up in a private room with this one particular stripper doing all kinds of freaky things to him. He sobers up, realizes that uh, he was he was upset with himself for doing this, and he told his boys that he would never get drunk again. So fast forward to two weeks ago, this new community has a new neighbor. Turns out it's the stripper from the strip club dun, dun, dun. <laughs> as the new neighbor. <laughs> Here we go with part four of the husband's, husband and wife's conversation. I said he should tell some things because he can't hold it, and he's not going to be able to um, keep it where it is. And I said, wife. don't tell her don't a tell damn, damn thing, because yeah. this is right. how it's going to go. Right. So, baby, I went up in there to get chicken wings. Okay, all right. Okay, so you in there, you eating chicken wings. The chicken wings is so good <laughs> in the strip club. I got chicken wings in the freezer. You ain't never asked me about no damn chicken wings. <laughs> now, you're going to go down there with the stripper. So, go ahead, finish your little story about how you go in the naked club to get chicken wings. <laughs> You know, we was in the VIP room. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just trying to tell you. Hold know. on, let me sit down, because I need I'm I'm standing, so I need to sit down and hear this. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, why is he yeah. telling you all yeah, this? Go ahead. That's too much. Shirley, how is that too much? When y'all ain't gonna leave it at I went to the strip club. <laughs> now, now it's too much. See, now it it's is. too much. You can't tell her everything. Yeah, it's too much now. You, you shouldn't Shirley, y'all gonna ask until you get everything. <laughs> Can't leave it at the Shirley is basically saying that he needs to go in there and say, your girl, that's the neighbor. When I went to the yeah. strip club, she okay, was okay, one of watch the strippers. Okay, okay, uh-huh. all right, cool. That's what you're like saying, that? right, Shirley? Yeah. Okay. He got to hey, tell her something. Uh-huh. Baby, this is crazy. You He's remember that night it. we went out? He's yeah. Stupid. And uh, mm-hmm. me and the fella, we went to a strip club. Mm-hmm. One of the strippers that's in the club, that's her that's moved across the street. Well, why you didn't say you knew the lady when we went over there? <laughs> Stupid! <laughs> you, I'm, now I'm over in the house. We, well, we was over there together. You didn't say nothing. You act like you ain't know the damn lady. Y'all winking and blinking and 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 and, and, and writing and well, stuff. I don't, I don't know her. Winking well, and blinking. What do you mean you don't know? You said that the lady from the strip club. That's what you well, just told me. She was one of the strippers at the strip club. Does she know you? Mm. I, don't, I don't know. Do you know her? Yeah, I'm just. I told How you. How come I'm... we didn't say that over there? Why we got to get back? Why you don't want her to know? I'm your wife? <laughs> you embarrassed? Baby, I mean, we went over there together. Yeah, you my wife. But when she told you she was well, a dancer, well, when she was giving me the phone number, know. why you didn't say, oh, I got it from the club? Why you didn't say that? No, why I, ain't, I ain't got a number from the club. Oh, you just know you didn't get a number? No, hell no. Why would I get a stripper So you number? go to the stripper club just to get chicken wings. She bumping and grinding, y'all blinking and winking and everything. And now she go over there and introduce herself to me. That make me look stupid. There you go. Now I'm looking stupid. <laughs> no, Because the stripper know my husband. Yeah, but damn, baby, I, I, I know it was her. When you walked over that across the yard, you knew that you knew the woman. You could have said something there, but you ain't open your mouth. I walk all the way back over it. What's stripper name? Cause, but I What's was... the stripper's name? <laughs> Glitter. He don't know her name. Damn. Cinnamon. Yeah. How, how much money you spend? Huh? Huh? If you hear me, you can hear me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there it is. Yeah. How much money I spent? How much money? It wasn't that much, you know. I, you know, you know, they, you know, the fellas paid for everything because they were celebrating. How? I don't know. Pick a number out there. 
I don't know what it costs, baby. You know, VIP room, you know, strippers. I don't know. You have you know, no six idea. Six of us, probably, probably about five, six hundred. Lord Jesus, Father God. <laughs> Lord Jesus, Father God. And we just bought this house. Father God. We got Father Lord God, Jesus, give me strength, Father. Uh, Father, I see things in your name. Hold up, baby, what you talking to Jesus knowing, about this for? Jesus, it wasn't your 600. You know how that hurts my spirit, Steve? Whoa. Do you know how that? How? You standing over there with a stripper, talking to the stripper, you know, and you done gave the stripper $500 to help her move in. $600. How I know what she going to do with the money? <laughs> I didn't ask her to move in. She got a brand new damn car out there, Steve. That's your money. That's our money. No, baby, you can't buy no car with no $500. You can and go toward it. And go toward it. And go toward it. Toward it. Toward it. Toward it. Stupid. <laughs> Shirley. Uh-huh. Can I say something? What? Yeah. Say you know what I have learned? Uh-uh. learned? Through all of this. I'm like, sure, crazy. Go ahead. You know what I've learned? Oh. This whole situation with y'all just kept going and mm-hmm. kept going, Shirley, it didn't even have to get that deep. I know. Oh, you it, had to say, I'm going to tell you nothing. something, just as a say wife. Nothing. This girl, that's the neighbor, I saw her at the strip club, so I'm just letting you know, you might not want to be chit-chatting it up with your girl. Yeah, but and he, be yeah. he needs to with say that like over that. there. Because no, they're not. guilty and they're they start guilty. acting stupid. Okay. Cut <laughs> this woman yard every Wednesday. <laughs> See, that? That's guilt. Yeah, that's guilt And what if the stripper says something? Then you're really in trouble. She ain't trouble. gonna say none if you go over there every Wednesday. She oh, won't say anything. What stripper moves into a neighborhood of family people and then want to tell the women she a stripper? She's a dance instructor. Well, it depends on how the husband is acting. She, I don't think she's going to say anything. I just feel like it's the husband's job to give his wife a heads up about not being buddy chums with old girl right. that he's had lap dances with. Put you and, and if she is crazy enough to say something, you have already told your wife. So you want, let's go part five. <laughs> this was the longest strawberry letter ever. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh... This is the strawberry letter that keeps on giving, man. It really is. Subject, my sexy neighbor is stressing me out. Right there. Because <laughs> he don't know how to play You can't handle the truth, man. You're going to get busted. He can't handle it. That's all. That's it. All right. So the uh, a married man... <laughs> Here we go. I feel like I'm a, yeah, this is what this trapped in the closet part five. (laughs) Married man wrote us, uh, he and his wife just purchased a new house in a new community. He and his boys were, his boys were happy for him, so they all went out to a strip club. He got drunk, very drunk, ended up uh, buying a uh, private room in the strip club with this one particular stripper who did all kinds of freaky things to him. He sobered up and realized that uh, he was mad at himself, Mm -hmm. and he told his boys he would never get that drunk again. Fast forward two weeks ago, I told you it's a new community, so a new neighbor moved in right next door to them, and it turns out it's the stripper who was at the club doing all (laughs) kinds of freaky things to him, okay? (laughs) Anyway, 
So he and his wife went over to introduce themselves to the new stripper. I mean, to the new neighbor <laughs> who told his wife she was a dance instructor. <laughs> and he was all nervous and he just doesn't know what to do. I said before anything goes any further out of hand, tell his wife something. Steve says absolutely no. Part five, here we go. Now we're at the part where the lady is upset talking to her husband. And now I'm going to show you how, how to we get, get out. out of this. You over there talking to a stripper that you know, that you knew you knew before you went over there. I'm standing on the exchanging baby, numbers with you. Yeah. Baby, I don't know he her. Know you don't know at all? Not at all. There you go. Now, she done told you she met me at a strip club. I don't remember her at all. We was at the strip club. Mm-hmm. But I don't know her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Just friends, huh? Mm-hmm. Y'all just friends. <laughs> no, no, no. We ain't friends. I don't know her. You didn't recognize her when you went over there? Not a, it's dark in there. Mm-hmm. It's dark in the strip club. Mm-hmm. I thought he meant it was dark in her house. I thought he meant it was dark in her house. Stay in there. Mm-hmm. Stay in right there. there. That's the can't beat that. That's it. But uh-huh. you remember the $500, though. You remember that, though, huh? I remember the five hundred dollars because you asked me about how much did they spend. It wasn't our money. The fellas treated me because they were celebrating me getting a house over here. You didn't spend Staying none of your there. money. Not a yeah. dollar of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I still got all mine in the wallet. I left here with two fifty. Go well, go look at it. I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna only say this one time. All right. I bet not catch you even looking over there. Oh, I probably won't. I'm, I bet not catch you looking oh, over I'm, in that I'm probably, direction. Why would I look over there when I got everything I want? Yeah, over I'm here. just telling you. you so that we that. cool. No. If I catch you looking over there. I'm not going to look over there. I don't know this woman. You might get hit by a car because you ain't going to look that way if see cars coming. <laughs> well, I'll just be hit by the car. When you pull out. You just look the other way and keep driving. Let me catch you looking over there. Let me see it. Look at me when I'm talking to you, Steve. Why would I glance? <laughs> Why would I glance, baby? I told you, I don't even remember the woman. She talking about she remember me. I don't remember her. Mm-hmm. Well, I, just, I said what I had to say. You said what you had to say. I'm leaving it that. I'm done with mm-hmm. it. I'm through with it. Wait, so you're not going to be looking over there no more, right? We got that clear. I ain't looked over there yet. All right. right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Slip up and look. See what happens. <laughs> y'all, y'all need to move. <laughs> Move around the corner here. <laughs> you know they can't move. Can't have right. too, huh? All right. <laughs> I don't know if we're coming back with a part six, but anyway, this is the longest strawberry letter ever, and it was a good one, too, today. My sexy neighbor is stressing me out. We will be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. We are back. We cannot seem to get off this letter. We thought it was over, over, but here we are again. (laughs) Because we are very decisively divided on this show. Off the air, y'all, the debate is raging. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Every woman, Monica, Shirley, Carla, insists that it's best that this man tell her the truth so she don't get blindsided. All of us are convinced that... To bring bad news into your house is the dumbest mistake you can make. Well, when she find out, well, when she find out, we'll deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's right. You all don't, just don't want to deal with the questions and all of that that the you think is going to happen. 
That's yeah, and you, I say that he has to tell her because the wife exchanged phone numbers with her. That's why. Ain't nobody well, tell I her said, to do that. I said, but, but it's done, though. Well, it's done. Yeah, it's done. It's done. Baby, baby, baby. And they're going to have and they're gonna have a housewarming party that she's going she's to invite the stripper so neighbor what? to. So what? Okay. The stripper is not going to say a word. What's she dealing with? I'm gonna be uncom- I'm you don't know that. The stripper already smirked at him when they were leaving The wife didn't see that. Okay. But she's gonna see. She yeah, she's people, gonna see people. something. Why are we missing the blessing? What's the blessing? <laughs> that you got a big, beautiful thing moved next door. <laughs> Why are we avoiding this? Why are we not embracing it? So Why don't stupid. we the fence that divides our backyard? <laughs> build a, a gate right there. Be able to walk back and forth. Why are we missing out on this? A threesome. I don't, it's jackpot for him. Uh-huh. I don't understand. Y'all, y'all amaze me when a blessing comes. You don't see it. You, 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 you block turn, it. Turn another way. You run. Go towards it. Uh-huh. When they switch them numbers, go over there at midnight. Listen, she can't find out nothing about me and you at the strip club. Midnight. I can't, I can't bless, cool. All right. What, I'm, now listen, I'm gonna come by here on Wednesday. <laughs> tighten up everything around here, everything you need, him. Oh. All right. I'm gonna put that little old gate over here on this fence. We go, we, we, I go in and out this gate. That's how we gonna work this thing. Mm. But I don't want nothing else going on. I don't want God. You can't be running up the street with her. You're a All dead right. man. Yeah. Yeah. You stupid. Now we in your sleep. Really helpful. In your sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you must think your wife is just stupid. Just stupid. We'll be, we'll yeah. Be that's what. One. He said 12 o'clock at night. And Wednesday. When, you, when y'all when, want me to go there? 10.30 at the When your wife asks you what the gate is for, what, what <laughs> is She not finna see that gate. That's that's a hideaway gate. That gate I'm gonna put up there. What is wow. it? Lasers? What is wow. it? Invisible? What are you talking about? <laughs> it ain't no handle on it or nothing. You ain't gonna even know it. It's just a, it's it's not like a fence ticket. to you. Mm. What? Wow. So so you cut neighbor's yards too tough? Hell yeah. Then she gonna really mm. know. Yeah, I can't believe. Well, I'm gonna cut more than one neighbor. I guess I need to do that. You gonna end up cutting that whole block <laughs> for free? <laughs> Steve, you're awfully quiet right now. Nothing he we... says. <laughs> <makes you bad. laughs> All right. <laughs> so we just d- agree to disagree. You Everybody got, yeah, disagrees. we agree to disagree That's on this That's the beauty of the show. Yeah. We, all, yeah. we all have different opinions, which, yeah. is, which is what the audience has. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Hit us up on social media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know all the guys are going to say don't tell. All the women are going to say tell. Absolutely. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Don't say nothing. Don't mm. open your mouth. Cut mm. your right. tongue out. <laughs> That's what I do, Junior. Cut my whole tongue out. I'll be damn if I you say ask me. All right. Uh, we will be back. No, not with part seven. I think we're, I think we're done now. We're coming back with uh, Steve's closing remarks at 49 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Last break of the day. We've had a great morning today. Absolutely. Yes, yes, we did. We had fun today. Uh, Steve, it's time for you now to take us home with your closing remarks. What you got for us today, Steve? Once again, it's about sharing uh, the things that I've learned along the way. One of the things I think is very important that we should talk about, we should talk about blame and excuses. Um. Blame and excuses. I'm telling you, man, they serve no purpose. Excuses, first of all, are only good for the person that's providing them. It does nothing for the person who receives it. Have you ever had somebody tell you a reason why they didn't do something and you were counting on them to get it done? 
and they gave you an excuse as to why. Okay, here's somebody supposed to pick you up in the carpool for work. Now, you done gave your car to your spouse so they could go do what they want to do. Now, you sitting there waiting on the carpool to come pick you up. They don't pick you up. Now, they late. Man, I had a hard time getting up this morning, man. I'm glad, but I'm here, though. Whoa, man. That's an excuse. What do you mean you late? You had a hard time getting up. I'm sitting up here waiting on you to pick me up, and you come 45 minutes late. Now I'm late for work. See that excuse? That does okay for I was sick this morning. I didn't feel up to it. That excuse works wonderful for you. But the person receiving the excuse gets nothing. You've got to remove excuses from your vocabulary and your walk in life. See, I don't really accept excuses from anybody in my camp. If you're an employee, you work for me, I don't do excuses because I don't give none. Today, for example, I'm not feeling real well. You know, so my sinus system kicked in. I'd had a troublesome night last night. I'm not feeling well. But guess what? I came to work on the radio today, and I'll do these two shows I got to do today. Because I, NBC, iHeart, they don't care about my excuses. People who are looking for me to wake them up in the morning, give them a laugh, or give them a thought starter, they're not looking for my excuses. They're just looking for the results. The excuses don't do me no good. Now, there's some days all of us are not up to par. We're not 100%. But I'm not, I don't care about the excuses. I don't accept excuses because I don't give excuses. The other thing I remove from my life is blame. And once you blame another person, man, this is what happened with blame. Blame and excuses, listen to me. Finger pointing does nothing. Because you've heard the old saying, every time you point your finger at a person, you notice there's three of them pointing back at you. Once you are in the blame business and the excuse business, you forfeit your chance for growth. I'll give you an example. If you're always talking about it's somebody else's fault and you always have an excuse why something didn't get done or accomplished, guess what? Now you can't grow. You can't grow. You can't fix it because the reason why it didn't happen or the reason why you didn't accomplish it is because you blame someone else and you have an excuse. Once you start accepting blame and excuses, you forfeit your chance for growth. You kill any chance for change. Sometimes all you have to do as a person is search within yourself and find out what it is about you that you could change that could start producing a better result. But if you always blaming somebody else and providing and accepting excuses from yourself and other people, Guess what you've done? You've killed your chance for change. Sometimes you could be doing a whole lot better in life if you would just change. If you would search yourself and change something about you, you would be doing so much better if you just search yourself. Stop allowing excuses to be a part of your makeup and stop allowing blame to be a part of it. And you would discover a lot of this is just you. It could be you. Another thing that blame and excuse it does, it allows you to fail favorably. You know, man, you can just get all right with failing. You can fail favorably because it ain't my fault. And I didn't do it because it was cold outside. 
So ta-da, you allow yourself to fail favorably. That's an ugly spot to be in. But blame and excuses allows you to fail favorably. Like it's okay to fail because it ain't my fault. Because I have an excuse and it's their fault. Blame and excuses, man, is a very, very dangerous thing out there. Also, blame and excuses promotes a climate of failure. It just permeates, man, throughout your life. And next thing you know, you ain't accomplishing nothing. Because if blame and, blame and excuses are part of your makeup, you now have promoted a climate for failure. It's okay. It's okay because I have a reason why. Why you didn't finish school? Because cause it was too cold to go. Why you didn't finish school? Because that test was too hard. I didn't study them two pages. I thought they said the first chapter. She questions us on the first three chapters. I didn't hear that. That's the only reason I failed. And you get all right with it. When you're no longer the reason why something happens, you no longer have control over what happens. Let me say that to you one more time. When you're no longer the reason why something happens, you, you, ain't, you, ain't, you, ain't, you ain't gotta take responsibility. You're not the reason. Stop allowing blame and excuses to enter into your makeup. They serve nobody any good, especially you. Those are my clothes. All right now. Good day. Have yourself a good weekend. <laughs> you better. You better. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that anytime I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. Together, we made a plan to tackle this, a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your healthcare provider about treatment options to manage your weight. 